You have just been invaded by... Hey there guys, this is DJ Slope from Slope's Game Room and you're listening to Slope's Cast, the retro gaming news show recorded live on Twitch with my co-host Grizzly Cryden. If you like the podcast and you want to be in a chance to be on a future episode, then please do consider becoming a Patreon or YouTube member. And if you have any particular news stories that you would like us to cover in a future episode, then please do let us know in the dedicated rooms over on Discord. Plus, if you are listening to the podcast on any of the many podcast services around the world, then please do give us a little review. It really does help us spread our wings and get into the earlobes of plenty of other podcast goers. Anyway, enough of the plugs. Let's get on with the show. Hey guys, it's time for Slopescast, November 1st. 2022 we're close we're close to christmas are you ready for christmas no i mean we've only just gone past halloween and i i think the popular joke at the moment is that mariah carey has now uh risen from her slumber to torment (laughs) the world for two whole months uh with only one song in fact she's actually gone and like reference that uh like on her own twitter and i've got to like give her props for doing so it's it's uh it's quite funny that's that's what you want to do if you're if you're a singer that's i mean not that she doesn't care she's obviously incredibly talented and she's obviously done a lot of other songs other than what all i want for christmas is you but man the money that one song brings in every single year totally right yeah you know like her voice isn't what it used to be or you know at least she she doesn't like like putting the effort i guess <laughs> it's really tough for me to say that but she's got like an extraordinarily rare voice where she could do that whistle singing um and uh you know whenever you see her do performing it live you just think oh mariah no 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 just stick on a recording please um so i'm on the sun.com at the moment.co.uk always a reputable uh news source oh please and it don't. says here uh, how much does Mariah Carey make every Christmas? Go on, let, throw your bets in. What do you reckon? Do you reckon it's like a million? Do you reckon it's like more than a million? 20p and half a <laughs> roll of Snickers. Uh, half a roll of Skittles. Yeah, definitely not your last roll, though. Let's have a look. Let's have yeah. a look. Um, la, 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 la. Here she is, 2016, 2021. It got the top 100 again. Uh, according to uh, New York Post, Mariah Carey rakes in $3 million a year off that one song. <laughs> oh, good Amazing. on her. Good on her. Slade. Yeah, by by comparison, play. Slade, who's got equally the, the, the second most played Christmas song worldwide, uh, Merry Christmas, everyone. Um, they haven't made a penny from that song because they had a really crappy record uh, record deal. Wow. Um, so that's a thing. I feel sorry for them. <laughs> Uh, this is how we're starting it, guys. We're starting with Christmas chat, and I now want to look up how much yeah. the Pogues make every Christmas. Yeah, how much I do the look... Pogues make from Fairy Tale of New York every Christmas? Well, uh, <laughs> diminishing returns on that one, surely. Yeah, it's not bad. Like you, you go several rounds with like Mike Tyson just before stepping into the recording booth, and you do make a hit song. You know, it's that easy. Four hundred and no, four hundred thousand pounds. Uh, which is a crate to about 448,000 euros every year from that fairy tale of New York song. I'm really surprised it's that low. Genuinely. I am, but still, can you imagine having, imagine your salary being 
400,000 a year. Mm. I'm, I'm curious. I'm going to have to search up that list. Uh, I wonder if Frankie goes to Hollywood, uh, earns the cash with Power of Love. Yeah, well. I can understand why Mariah Carey would earn more, if I'm honest. Yeah. It's more a for everyone song, isn't it? You know? And she's a bit of a meme now, so there's that. Yeah, you do have it up with people running away and you start hearing that ding, 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 ding coming up behind them. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Sounds uh, sounds like the Thomas the Tank Engine of Christmas songs where, you know, it's just, you know, an underwhelming threat uh, mm-hmm. emanating from it. But we digress. Podcast. Yeah, we, we do digress until I just saw another terrible Sun article saying... Mariah Carey fans think she's totally unrecognisable uh, with a new face in Bizarre Video. That is a new face. I, I don't know. It kind of looks a bit like her old one. I've got to, I've she, got to she say. She looks weirdly you know. like she's gone younger. She's got younger. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not here to judge people's faces. <laughs> what a way to start the podcast for people that are listening in. Don't know what Mariah Carey's face. Uh, I've just lost all of our, uh, all our podcast listeners now. They've all run, run off to uh, see what Mariah Carey's face now looks like. Mm. But don't go anywhere, guys, please, because this week, oh, this week of all weeks, this week is the Sega week. Four out of six topics are Sega related. And uh, that makes me a very happy. And that was completely by accident. It just it just turns out that everything Sega is happening this week. So and we could have made more because I tell you what, there's been some other big Sega headlines happening as well. Yeah. So. Just quick, uh, just quick to talk about like uh, Reiko K- uh, Kadama passing away, um, graphic artist for the original Sonic One and Two games, uh, which is sad, sad news. Indeed. Um, what What are the other ones? Uh, there is Sega did a adult FMV game. Yes, that that landed today. Uh, typically. Yeah. I mean, we probably uh, and, uh, would have talk, spoken about that, to be honest. Yeah, because and and one of the other exciting things when I say adult, you don't actually see any nudity in it at all, but it's like a bit risque. Um, and uh, it's one of the few Sega PlayStation One games. I have another one above me. Uh, I don't even know what it's called. It's a tambourine game. It's a follow up from Samba de Amigo. That was one of them. Another one was Pio Pio, and there's this one, which I believe would have been free in total. There may be one I'm missing, but um, is yeah. it called Samba de Amigo? It's not. I, I mean, maybe it is. I don't know. I'll don't be know. very yeah. disappointed if it isn't. <laughs> it's brand new. I've got a PlayStation 1 game up there still in its shrink wrap. Ooh. Ooh. I've got a sealed copy of Jet Set Radio somewhere. Have you really? I do, yeah. It's uh, probably worth like £5.50 as opposed to the £5 I bought it for. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, you could probably go get that graded, couldn't you? Ah, a few not. zeros on the end of that. Probably not. I mean, uh, I think the Wata uh, games thing is kind of uh, <laughs> reaching its end. I'd like to think so anyway. Hope so. Hope so. Well, look, let's stop jibber-jabbering and uh, let's uh, talk about the six topics we're going to be chatting about today. Take it away, Grizzly. All right. So we're, today we're going to be talking about Quake being uh, coming to Spectrum of all consoles and computers. Uh, we're also going to take a look at Sega doing the right thing and releasing classic manuals on their website, including manuals that have never been made in the in uh, British before or was English. Um, the Ferrari Testarossa Spider from Outrun goes on sale. Uh, one of a handful made in the world finally available to purchase and if you have 1.8 million uh, you could be passing the breeze as it will um for you know like 
life-changing sum of money um then we're going to talk about sonic prime a new teaser trailer landing on netflix mm-hmm. uh, sega asks the question which mini console do you want to see next and by extension we will so there will be a poll as we go further on into the podcast sure michael towns can help out with that as and when i'm sure he can i haven't prepped him for this so and then uh yes some madman has made lego fallouts Absolutely. It's, a, it's, it's, it's exciting topics. I don't think it's going to be the longest podcast this week, but um, no, it's good, good, good fun stuff here. Good fun stuff. Well, let's, mm. let's work our way through. Uh, coming away from the uh, younger Mariah Carey's face and we go to... Uh, here we go. Yes, Quake on the ZX Spectrum. Yes, uh, this is quite something, actually, because, <laughs> you know... i play it, some footage here for people watching live. I mean, the meme, the meme right, is that doom runs on everything or you mm-hmm. know to the extent that where you know i saw a great one last week where uh people said oh uh, you make sure you check your kids halloween candy because some pe- some sicko has made doom run on it and it's literally a chocolate yeah, yeah. bar with an lcd screen in now um <laughs> um but yeah i think this takes it to another level and quake was always the new doom um so the zx spectrum 8-bit computer from the uk for those who are not aware um mm-hmm. which ran on cassette media um and un- 128 kilobytes of memory uh it's, it's, it's at the very quake. bottom of the barrel um and i say that with the absolute most amount of love that i can because it's a legendary system but it's right at the bottom of home computer uh, uh, systems in regards to what it's actually uh, its graphical capability. Um, it's an incredible it's an incredible uh, system for its history, um, and it, it done so much for the home computer scene. But it's it's right down there. I know you got like the BBC micros and stuff like that underneath it, I suppose. But yeah, this is um, it, it's as basic as Quake's ever going to get, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, to be to be very clear, this isn't Quake the game. This is more so Quake the engine, um, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is still an extraordinary achievement, um, even if it's like running it really at is. fifteen frames per second. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's actually a fully playable Quake engine with enemies and sprites running around. Um, I think at some point you see a Shambler. It kind of gives me the vibes of that three D monster maze, but with actual three yeah, yeah. D. Yeah, 3D Monster Maze was essentially just images moving bit yeah. by bit by bit, where this is a fully uh, made-up 3D world. What you're seeing here, like you say, incredibly, almost yeah, definitely single-digit frame rate. Um, but the fact that it actually works is 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 unbelievable. It's nothing you'd ever want to play, but definitely something you want to be trying out if you have the ability to be able to do that. To be fair, it looks probably more playable than the Sega Saturn port. Uh, so... <laughs> There is that. It surprisingly looks. It, it, it's surprising how playable this does look. I'd like to see it come to the Mega Drive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, that that that's kind of neat. I, I like that. Yeah, I mean that's that's pretty much it. Uh, Michael Towns out there shouting out. He wants to see Quake on a VMU. Yes. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. I would love to see Quake being the next Doom and getting Quake to run on everything. And then, you know, we'll go through the generations. Like once all of the all of the non PC devices and chocolate bars have run Doom, now it's time to see them run Quake. And then it's time to see them play Half Life or Crisis or something like that. Yeah. I'm surprised that hasn't been the meme, but you know. 
it's it's amazing because the, the the funny thing now is it's like what else can possibly run these games? Although there are a few systems out there that still haven't ever seen a Doom port. Um, I, I believe there isn't one for the Master System. I don't think that's ever been achieved. I don't know. Let me check what those crazy Brazilians are up to because you know what they do love a tech toy special. They do. Um, they do. Let's have a look. Let's but have a look. It's more like I've seen now. It's things like on home pregnancy yeah kits and and lego bricks and things like that and obviously the rat one that we saw um you know stuff like that it was, it's more just like it's rat silly stuff. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's more just silly stuff by this point and and that's that's the charm of it now there um, is there is indeed a homebrew port of doom on the sega master system i stand corrected of course there, there you is. go of course there is well there we go crisis on a toaster you can play doom on a toaster i know that that's um that's been done i know that's been amazing yes Crisis on a toaster is good, yeah. (laughs) Right, well, there we go. That's a thing that exists. It's a thing that's actually uh, uh, real. Let's move on to the next thing, which is... Ah, yes, Mega Drive Mini 2. Have you got yours? No. No. (laughs) Uh, I I do want one, but I can't justify spending £105 uh, £105 for a lot of games that I've already got back there. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm going to sit and watch from the sidelines. I think it's a great-looking piece of kit. Yeah, don't get me wrong, but these are all kind of games I'd like to own myself, and I don't really see anything on there that's making me go, "Wow, I must have this." Uh, yeah. Sonic Three and Knuckles would have done it, but uh, you know they don't like me, so there is that. It, I mean, it is weird. I mean, so I've done a review of this, and thank you everyone that watched that. It actually, done quite well for me that video, uh, being that hey. I was the first to do it. Hey, I was the first to do the video on the Mega Drive Two Mini. So very happy about that. Very happy. Um, uh, but yes, I, I do see what you mean. I mean, there's there's some incredible games on here. There's without a doubt, there's you know Ranger X and stuff like that. It, it's amazing to have those games on there, along with more obvious ones. Like you got Game Ground, incredible game. I love that game so much. Um, being able to to jump between Lightning Force or Thunder Force Four. Uh, and actually have them made by M2, and you have like the arcade version, and there's more and more upbeat version, of, or a more impressive version of things like Space Harrier 2. So some really good stuff on there. Um, yeah. But um, for someone like me that basically just gets everything retro-related that Sega c- puts out, for me, it is harder to, mm, you know, should I really, when I've got a really good port now of Sonic CD as part of that new collection, or I could play a, a slightly dumbed-down version on this, like, I'm obviously never going to load that up, you know. Yeah. So there's a lot of that sort of stuff going on. Um, I like it's... I like some of the modernizations they've done on the games. Um, mm-hmm. So things like Space Harrier Two, as you mentioned, they've actually made it super playable, and it's almost yeah. like they've gone back and you know corrected all the mistakes they made. What I cannot abide by is things like censorship. Now I understand, like Shinobi, yes, I didn't where... pick this up. Yeah, I understand things like Shinobi, where well, they needed to. Um, they they needed to get rid of the licensed characters that they had absolutely no right to use. Um, but for things like Streets of Rage 3, and I'm not going to mm-hmm. go into too much detail. No, no, dude, those... because I, I didn't bring this up in my video. I was actually yeah. praising Streets of Rage 3 because I didn't, re- I, I played it. I'm like, wow, this works. Get onto another game. I didn't realize that. I'll let you explain. Well, they, um, they removed Ash, um, and, um, which is very clearly a stereotype. Um, that's, that's not mince words. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, that the, there was like a wouldn't big fly half. in this day and age and it, it, didn't. it wouldn't, <laughs> it wouldn't. But at the same time, I am a firm believer that 
media back in the day, whether it was right or wrong, uh, and in this case it's wrong, uh, the, de the depiction, I still believe it's worth representing uh, with one of those caveats, like at the beginning of a Warner Brothers cartoon that depicts, you know, elements of racism or, you know, sexism, the kind of things that just wouldn't fly today, like Pepe the Pew. Um, I believe that's still worth preserving in some form as long as you advise people that this is a viewpoint or this is a stereotype that we took. Uh, it's from a different era. Um, we believe that the best way to do is show you history as it was. Um, so as we're not doomed to repeat it, that kind of thing. Because, you know... It's the same sort of splash screen that pops up every time you load up any Disney movie on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I was I was what I was been watching a lot of Disney recently, and like I was surprised to see like at the beginning of Robin Hood, there's like tobacco references. I didn't even notice those, but then again, it's so normal to me. Mm. It's just odd. <laughs> I tell you what, though, it made me think because I know like they they ended up cancelling that. Um, we're going off on a tangent here, but I know they ended yeah. up cancelling a long time ago the uh, animated um, Popeye movie. Uh, for the emoji movie of all things, which is painful because I love me some yeah. Popeye. But I, even when I heard that that was a, a, that was a thing, I was thinking to myself, are they really going to have Popeye smoking his pipe? Like, because it's just permanently in his mouth. It's his character. An hour That's... and a half. Because they can't take that away. Yeah. So um, there's yeah. there's just aspects of, of the 90s or what have you that they're just part of the they're just part of the media whether you like whether it's liked or not as long as people are aware that you know the company doesn't stand for it i see no reason for it to be included uh, not to be included and mm -hmm. uh, that, that's just my standpoint i know there's going to be a few people that disagree with that because that's let's also look at the other side of thing it could be considered a harmful stereotype and um of homosexuality just to just to be clear with people what i'm talking about but at the mm -hmm. same time it's just I don't know. It's very clear that there's going to be people who stand on either side of either side of the fence, but I do not believe that censorship is the right way to tackle it um, by removing content from what is supposed to be a museum of like historic like gaming media. If it was that bad, you shouldn't have included the game. It's my thoughts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I we we talk obviously quite a bit offline, uh, and yeah, I'm in uh, the same mindset. Uh, I would much rather see a splash screen than um, a, a removal of that character. And at the very least, I would like to see potentially a sprite swap to something else. But um, I would much rather a splash screen. And unfortunately, I've gone down the route of literally just <laughs> cutting that small section out um, yeah. of, of Streets of Rage 3, which is a real pain. And I, I'm gutted because it was one of the praises I had for it. Like, oh, my God, Streets of Rage 3 is on here and it's done by him too. That's a great thing. And I never actually played it enough to get past that section. I just knew that it worked and it played. It felt right. I had sixty games to look at. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I, I'm a bit annoyed something missing that. Something I'm really curious of because I just noticed something on the game list as we've just been scrolling through it on this manual thing, which right, we'll right. get to. The ooze is there. Yeah, is the Japanese cover presented? It is on there. Yes, it is. What well, the 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 proper like baggy yeah, yeah, cover. Yeah. Right, okay. So for people listening at home, uh, or the you know just people who don't understand what we're talking about in regards to this, the the game, the ooze uh, for Mega Drive and Genesis in Japan, inexplicably, and there's a few theories as to why this is the case. It is considered almost like pornographic in nature 
as in like it's got an 18 plus cover it looks like it's got a brown paper bag over it kind of how they used to um like hide mags yeah, they used to cover them up in 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 the uh, UK news agents, so kids didn't see. Did a whole video on this um, back in the day. Yeah. I did. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's incredible, and there's no real reason as to why because it is the same game. And there's the thoughts and thoughts are is that it's kind of like those like blob monsters that you get in like hentai or something like that. It's um, a reversible it's cover as well. Yeah. It's um. It might be the last, uh, either way, it's one of the last uh, Japanese Mega Drive games released. Um, but yeah, yeah, there it is. No, you're, you're not wrong. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just curious, like if that's how it's presented on the on the console, then fair play. But that's yeah. that's like uh, again, there's no real explanation as to why, and nobody's going to really come across that unless they really do their digging. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's really cool. So. What we're actually talking about here is yeah. that Sega, um, in a bid to conserve this history, they've put all of the uh, Sega Mini uh, 2 uh, manuals on their website. And this is really cool specifically because some of these didn't have manuals to begin with. And, they did and not. some of those were never translated into British or English. Um, so quite impressive that they'd actually go to all of this trouble, give you high quality scans with proper, um, proper things. And look at this new, like Sonic art that's just been discovered on like Devi and Pi. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some great stuff here. Well, I believe um, that that is actually what you would see in a normal one. That's like, it's pretty standard, mm-hmm. this Sonic art, but yeah. All right. So Devi and Pi, um, I, maybe other people can get into it. I, I found that game so frustratingly complicated to play. Um, I, I, I was not a fan of that, uh, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, versus Puyo Puyo Sun. I really wish, I really wish they gave him extra time to finish that off. So for people who don't know, versus Puyo Puyo Sun is essentially, uh, so Puyo Puyo Sun is the third game, the third proper game in the Puyo Puyo series. Uh, Sun sounds like the Japanese word for free. Um, so that's that's the gimmicky way they went through it. You know, they had a sun there and they changed it to sun as in sun in the sky, sun. And um, yeah, so it's, a, it's actually a Sega Saturn game. So this is a port for the Mega Drive of a Sega Saturn game, which is such yeah. a cool, cool thing. Um, but they didn't, they weren't able to finish it. Uh, and it was very much just the multiplayer aspect got added in there. They said they would have needed an extra three months to finish this into a, you know, to convert over the entire Sega Saturn game. But still, it's, um, I mean, there are so many Puyo Puyo fans out there. And um, the fact that this is on there is amazing. And and yeah, just like Grizzly said, I mean, these are fully made up manuals. All, all of those bootleggers out there are having a field day right now. Oh, yeah, <laughs> totally. I, I, I feel like I should do the naughty and just go and like, download all of these <laughs> because I, I want access to all of this high um, high res, like retro art. Mm-hmm. Who wouldn't, right? Yeah, it's beautiful. Beautiful. Mm. Super Locomotive was uh, a port of the arcade game. And um, it uh, never ended up coming out on the Mega Drive back in the day. It's on this. It's a great little port. I mean, it plays very, very similar to the arcade game. So just play that if you don't have this. Um, and uh, yeah, now we've got a manual to go along with it as well. I uh, and and they're, not, they're not basic. They're not basic. They look really, really nice and colorful. Not nicer than what they would have done if they came out back in the day on the uh, in, in our region, at least. Because most of the time we just got black and white ones, didn't we? 
Oh, yeah. And these are legit downloadable. You can just go onto the website, right-click, save. It's it's that simple, mm-hmm. um, which is super cool. I love the fact that they've done this. Yeah, and then I'm just seeing Fantasy Zone on there as well. Adore, absolutely adore the Fantasy Zone series. Uh, love this series so much. Um, yeah, can't get enough. Can't get enough. Oh, oh, so, so good. Um, and you'll be seeing a uh, record unboxing from me in the next day or two from my uh, unboxing I did of the data discs uh, vinyl. Nice. Uh, so, yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah data, data discs are a good sort. Look forward to that. Yeah, they, they're they pretty good, aren't they? They ain't bad people. Mm. They're good people. Good people. Campaign nice. 2, Scudbuster. I'm just reading the Desert Stripe Manual and getting flashbacks. It's wonderful. <laughs> uh, seriously, the effort they used to put into the artwork on this, uh, on these manuals, Mm-hmm. um but yeah uh, they're so good like even desert strike an ea game from the 90s has some really cool artwork in this manual gotta love it yeah absolutely pm for was asking how are we doing i'm doing well you doing well grizzly yeah very good very good yeah. right let's move on to the next topic of conversation which is still sega related and uh oh boy yeah. Got a spare few million for this, probably, I'm guessing. $1.8 million, please, uh, wow. for a Ferrari Testarossa Spider, uh, which is the car from OutRun. Uh, yeah. It's literally the car from OutRun. Um, so, yeah, not many of these exist. Uh, they, there was like a handful of them made, and most of them ended up going to... And I want to be very... I want to try and be as careful as I can with this. Uh, most of those cars, in fact, seven of them, were made specifically for the Sultan of Brunei. This was a... Um, this is a very, very, very rare car. And uh, is it a case... I'm just trying to remember my history a bit, so apologies, because I know that we're talking on a history channel um, about the about OutRun. They never had the permission to use this car in the game. They just kind of did. Um, I, I'm all right about that. They didn't get Ooh. Ferraris. like. No, I believe think... they got Ferraris permission, but they, they eventually lost yeah, that, that permission. I mean, you know, it's just a license thing. It, it went over time. And I believe they had to do Ferrari F355 to keep it at a certain point, um, that's which right. is a good game. Yes, which is that's a good game. right. Yeah, they kind of said, well, you know, OutRun kind of did quite well for Ferrari's uh, thing. So, you know, just make us a Ferrari game and we'll call it even, at least for a little bit until uh, people really want to get OutRun 2 and no, can no longer do it because we've decided <laughs> to pull a license from you. Ah, uh, so annoying. I I hate and love the OutRun uh, series in equal measure because it's one of the series that I want to enjoy, but there is absolutely no way to do it legally <laughs> unless you have an older copy of the game. So what's really sad about this car is the fact that it's only ever traveled 260 miles, 60 miles. In, its, yeah. in its life. Mental. So I can imagine that's like one, uh, one drive down like Florida or Miami strip. And then that's it. So Go on, put it back in the garage. Yeah. What a shame. What a shame. But you know, hopefully whoever has the cheddar to buy it, We'll have a really good time with it, and we'll actually do it justice, and maybe do a YouTube video. And, you know, and, and get... I think they're going to be pretty safe in the knowledge that they will still—was it thirty-two years later? I think it is. They will still be the first person to play "Passing Breeze" in that car. Oh, totally! Or "Miami Sound Shower," or "Miami yeah. Sound Shower," because that is the the song. That is the song. I just I I want to play that. 
It's like, you know, you have a DeLorean, you go 88 miles an hour. You have one of these cars, you play the Outrun soundtrack whilst driving along with a girl next to you. Make sure her hair's down, the top's down, you know, the big, ah, oh, I would love to be able to experience that, even just once. You know what? If if I bought this car, you know, I'd be selling trips like, <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah. Just like, okay, so, right. That's uh, that'd be uh, a couple of grand, please. Uh, do you want passing breeze, magical sound shower, or splash wave? <laughs> yeah, as, as the add-on extra. Would you like to include the uh, the girlfriend that will beat you up every time you don't do anything right? <laughs> yes, please. Yes, please. Tell her to beat me up every time I go around the corner wrong. I'm just uh, I'm just looking at the radio. I can just imagine a hand reaching for the uh, the jog wheel, uh, just yeah. to try and select the song. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> can you take a picture of me changing the radio station why just do it just do it <laughs> it's important all right yeah um, <laughs> all right so uh yeah 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 uh it, it, it's beautiful we'll probably never know who it gets sold to but uh as of right now the outrun car is for sale very nice very very cool and it's i love right top gear's article on this one you know i don't really like read top gear or anything but no the whole article is filled with puns about the the soundtrack and it really proves that they do care <laughs> yeah yeah about this so yeah that's the thing that. with outrun the reason why outrun is so popular it isn't just a gamer's game it's like it's an everybody game everybody knows outrun uh especially if you're of a certain age you know you don't have to be a gamer or anything like that you still put the hours in to drive a ferrari while listening to that awesome music I can just hear it in my head going round and round. That's why I'm not talking about that. Down, 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 down. Oh, I want to play some Outrun right now. We're going to we're gonna have to hurry this up. <laughs> what, what, what about you? What are you? Are you, uh, uh, are you an Outrun or an Outrun 2 fan? Uh, I like both, uh, but yeah. I, I, I've always steered towards the classic and specifically the 3d classics version on 3ds because 3DS. they did a fantastic job with that port. It's, it's probably probably besides playing it in the arcades in the proper you know uh, um the car that moves left and right um it's probably the best way to play the game in 3d the 3ds mm. version definitely the best home port potentially it's uh one of the few things i've actually got on my 3ds these days I still love it. It's still so good. That and Streets of Rage, I still play that in the 3DS version as well. I'd say well, the only thing missing from this car is the Outrun license plate. Um, it needs that to, to really complete the effect. I've actually got that. Um, I had that custom made and put on the wall in my um, game room. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. I'm like, I'm like, I can just see it right now. I'm like, darling, you need to dye your hair blonde. I've just bought this car. There's, there's no exceptions. No ifs or buts, no coconuts. You get it blonde now and then you can beat me up i i, I want you to beat me up right here we go next one <laughs> next. um do it do it <laughs> harder right um <laughs> no no netflix uh are the latest people to make yet another sonic the hedgehog show um yeah what is this, so the fifth fourth yeah, yeah the uh, original just... satam uh underground uh sonic x am i missing any yeah, we're talking. We, there was Sonic Boom as well. Oh my God, Boom! Of course. So this would be which number was, six. Which the show was a lot better than the game. <laughs> yeah, I tell you what, everyone hated on Sonic Boom. I remember even the show people hated on it when it originally mm. came out. But that I, I've never had any issue with Sonic Boom. It's so easy to watch. The most annoying thing for me is it doesn't have a theme tune. 
Right, and it should. That's because if they did a if they did a Sonic Boom theme tune without using Sonic Boom, yeah, people would have rioted in the streets. Yeah, what's better, Sonic Boom or Sonic Boom? Sonic Boom, you idiot! Yeah, yeah, but yeah, this looks pretty good. Um, it's it looks like it's like a solid recreation of that like game style uh, look. Yeah, um, and it actually has elements of like classic Sonic mixed in with like modern Sonic, which I genuinely come to appreciate. Well, you know what I feel like this is. I feel like this is Sonic CD, the TV show, because he's going to future. He's trying to change the past, and he's trying to you know do all these different things. Obviously, he's got all the new characters in there now. Like, uh, well, Amy was in Sonic CD, but uh, Rogue was it Rogue the the Bat Rouge, Rouge. Bat the Rogue. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, look, like he's showing what the future was like, the past, and all that sort of stuff, and he's got to change it to make the, the past change and stuff. So it's essentially Sonic CD. Um, but yeah, it's quite nice. They've got that yeah. that you know add um, add the wrapping over the trailer to make it more cinematic. At least it is in Gangsters Paradise this time. <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah, I'll tell I tell you what, know. though, it would get so much more love now. It really would. Um, oh, it's uh, hard. Rest in peace, Coolio. Yeah, too right. A real, real OG. Um, I'll I tell you what's weird about this. I, I can't tell whether it's trying to take itself seriously or not at this stage because mm. I guess suppose it is just a teaser and it seems to be like a serial program as opposed to like, you know, a thing that happens this week. Um, so a bit closer to like the Saturday AM cartoon in that regard. Yeah. Um, I look forward to watching it with my daughter and using that as an excuse for watching it. Uh, my son will be all over this, and uh, I, I, yeah, I mean, it's it's nice to be able to watch something like this because right mm. now all my son wants me to do is he wants me to watch him play Fortnite, and then it always turns into an argument of me telling him it's better to save his money to buy a new game rather than spend his money on uh, oh my god I should know what it's called he talks about it all the time Fort Bucks V Bucks V Bucks that's it so that he can get a different costume for his character but, but what would you rather have? A new costume for your character, or that new Mario and Rabbids game, which is what you want. And uh, <laughs> and he doesn't want to tell me he wants the new costume more because he knows it'll upset me. But I I think he wants the new costume more. Uh, oh, that's yeah, painful. that's kind of sad. Yeah. Oh, look at that. There we go. Uh, Big the cat's in there. Yeah, you know oh, he's, he's looking good. happy there. I've never seen Big the cat look that happy before. I was really hoping that they'd bring in uh, the the original voice actor, which is also the voice of Duke Nukem. Oh, of course it is, yeah. 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 So, yeah, I'm excited for it. December 15th it comes, so uh, uh, one month and 14 days uh, as of the recording of this podcast. Um, yes. Obviously, I'm going to be checking it out, and obviously you'll be hearing our thoughts on it as and when. Yes, we will definitely at least watch the first episode so we can come back and say, yeah, it's all right, I suppose. Yeah. Hopefully uh, it does well, because... Netflix sure do like to cancel things that don't do well, especially in the video game space. Um, I don't know if they're going to do any more Cupheads, because I think the Cuphead show is pretty good. That's quite mm. fun. Yeah, I generally think that's pretty good, that one. So uh, we'll have to see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Uh, exciting stuff. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Yeah. I mean, there's not really much else to say about this. It's just like, hey, there's a new teaser. It looks all right. Oh, yeah. Uh, just while we're here, um, there is also the, this anime thing for Sonic Frontiers that they dropped today. Uh, which uh, basically proves that Sonic Frontiers is uh, somewhat of a continuation of Sonic Adventure in a way. So wow. that's also cool. Uh, it's a uh, like 
an anime that focuses on Knuckles' side of the story. So, yeah, looks kind of cool. I like the fact that they're all putting the effort in and everything. So, Does he uh, get tricked and then uh, realise the error of his ways by the end of the episode? No, no. He kind of just mopes (laughs) around the uh, Angel Island for a bit and then his emerald gets uh, taken, I believe. (laughs) Give me back my emerald. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> nipples the enchilada anyway <laughs> right so let's get that poll going for as long as possible i think it's 10 minutes is the uh the longest you can do because the next topic is sega reportedly asking players what the next mini console should be if they did a poll from the very beginning after that first mega drive mini no one would have chosen the game gear but don't worry that's already gone and been done <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Weirdly. Um, so we've got Mega Drive, Mega Drive 2, and the Game Gear. Take those out of the equation. What do you want to see? And no, I'm sure the Pico will not be part of the uh, selection process. Yeah. Um, so it's quite interesting. So they've actually bundled the poll in with Japanese copies. Um, mm-hmm. So they really do seem to be caring what comes next. And uh, in the article, um, they even state like what it could be you know what's more likely to be um he added i think for the next one we may go over concept close to the mega drive mini if i had to say say some names it could be the sg1000 mini or the dreamcast mini which is the closest i've seen to a dreamcast related thing happening since that 360 um like collection disc that's coming from the horse's mouth, people. Oh, yeah, the 360 collection disc that also included Knights as part of the Dreamcast collection. Yes, yeah, yeah that one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, that's 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 super cool. I mean, clearly, they're seeing feedback about the Dreamcast, and I would absolutely love that for it to be a reality. I'd be very surprised if they did it um, as cheap as the Mega Drive Mini. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I'm all for that. Raspberry Pi's I, I been want to know, to... why isn't the At Games Mega Drive an option? Because that should never be an option. Because it's so it's it will say it's got eighty games on it, and f- like fifty of which would be like these crappy little three D projects that nobody would ever in their right mind want to play, with the worst possible audio possible. Um, so how many Saturn voters don't care about getting Panzer Dragoon on it. Ugh. So you know what the 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 best option from them from a business point of view would be the Dreamcast because yeah. the form factor is exactly the same, as far as I'm aware, on all of the systems, more so than any other one that I can think of. Because if they did the Master System, that's easily the biggest change in all of the regions, uh, without a doubt. Then you've got the Sega Saturn's been changed a significant amount between the regions with color schemes and whatever. But the Dreamcast is the same. Uh, the only difference being is the color when you actually turn it on and off, you know, being yeah. uh, blue or, or that orangey red color. Um, now, what they could do, what they could do is they could be very clever here. Is they could put an LED on there that does change the color. And if they did that, and when you change the lang, when you change the um, uh, the language in the menu, and you actually changed it over to like the Japanese games, and then it would change it to a more orange color, and then you went to the power ones, and it was blue or something like that. That would be so freaking cool. And I don't think it would be the hardest thing to do. Um, plus the emulation for the Dreamcast in this day and age is actually easier than the Sega Saturn to pull off. Um, it's easier than the N64 in some cases. It's crazy. Yeah, the uh, the Redream emulator that um, is worth paying for. I think I bought it for about a ten a year or so ago. So I don't know what it would be now. Uh, just to support those uh, those emulator guys uh, is so good. It's it's up there with 
I mean, it's it's not as good as Dolphin, but it ain't far off. Um, Dolphin being the Wii and GameCube one, yeah. Um, and and I believe Wii U as well now. Um, uh, 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 yeah, the the the, the Redream emulator for the Dreamcast is it's it, it's it's better than playing on a real Dreamcast in some instances. It's so so good. Um, so yeah, emulation for the Dreamcast is something that they can do fairly easy. And the Dreamcast has so many unreleased games because it obviously was a very short-lived console. Um, that they could fill that thing up with probably 10 unreleased games, and it would it would all us Sega fanboys would just eat it up instantly. Totally. totally. Um, and also I really hope that they include the ROM or the ISO for um the action replay so you can get the true Dreamcast experience of pirating every single game for it. Um <laughs> <laughs> the true way to hack um so that's the that's the obvious choice like for making money yeah. i but i know that there's a lot of people that love the sega saturn and want to see more of the sega yeah. saturn and simply because the sega saturn is so difficult to emulate um even today i think people would just kill for an opportunity to play some of the best games on there you know things like mm -hmm. burning rangers panzer dragoon saga and they've got enough you know, to yeah Sonic got enough to fill it up really nicely yeah it wouldn't it wouldn't be 60 games the same as the mega drive no. it'd probably be closer to about 30 at a push 30 uh, generous, I reckon, I think. potentially 20 mm. um uh, what, what was on the um playstation do you remember uh well the playstation mini that was, a, yeah. that was 20 games 20 games yeah, you could do 20 games and it would be a surefire list of games. It would be really, really good. And can you imagine if the um, the extra game was like uh, their version of Sonic Extreme or like even an unfinished version of Sonic Extreme or something like that? Oh, man, it, that, that would be insane. And, and there's uh, no reason why they wouldn't be able to do it. Well, I guess there would be. <laughs> It, it like it's kind of notorious for driving the director into like nearly an early grave. Um, but also... Um, there was there just wasn't enough of it um i think you'd be more likely to see um you know like concepts for things like sonic the fighters on saturn or what have you right, that's right. that's all using that arcade hardware maybe, um, maybe shenmue bit dreaming there yeah uh like prototype of sonic adventure or you know proper christmas nights would make a really good bonus game that you know yeah, with the actual definitely with the actual Sonic into Dream section, which was missing mm -hmm. from the PS2 port. Um, so, I mean, what would the obvious games be for the Sega Saturn? You'd have, um, uh, you'd have uh, obviously, Knights, Sonic R, uh, yeah. the Burning Rangers game. Um, uh, you'd obviously have... Uh, uh, not, we wouldn't count Christmas Nights. That would be a bonus, wouldn't it? Um, yeah. uh, Bug, potentially. Yeah, Bug would be on there. Clockwork Night. Clockwork Night, yes, definitely. Yeah. What, so what that was, was the, uh, um, the big sale one. What what was what I'm 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 drawing a blank. What was the uh, Gunstar Hero um, follow up? Guardian Guardian Heroes. Guardian yes. Hero. Yeah, that that would there. be a rule. Radiant Silver Gun for sure. Definitely. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. Radiant Silver Gun would be on there. So I mean, there's seven straight away. Then you got the Panzer Dragoon one, two, and Saga. Um, uh, you'd probably only get one or two, and then Saga. I reckon just because just because of the way they've done it, they've treated things like Sonic the Hedgehog back in the in, on the earlier ones, and things like Streets of Rage and yeah, Kenobi, you don't you never get the full ones. You just get a couple. So the dream would be Panzer Dragon in two and Saga because two is just significantly better than one in my opinion. And then um, a few few third party picks. Oh, you probably have Astol on there. 
that's uh, like one of that course astral yeah up. a bit of elevator action potentially returns yeah. elevator action returns there's 11 games i mean we're already halfway through over halfway the through third party picks would be stuff like rayman which was like probably the best version was on uh, it was, yeah it was a big big game for them wasn't it um, then you've got then you got tomb raider wipeout uh alien trilogy were the big ones there um and probably need to course. make some money back off that uh, big Tomb Raider purchase. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, too right. Um, and then, of course, you'd want your fighting games on there. You'd want oh, stuff yeah. like Marvel, Marvel superheroes, or X Men. Obviously, Virtual Fighter. Yes, Virtual Fighter, of course. Um, and then Sega Ages Collection, just for the lols. Uh, so you get some proper Outrun, uh, Space Harrier, and what's the other one on there? I can't remember now. Oh, there, there was another third one on there. Yeah, you had three in Sega Ages. I remember having that. Uh, mm. Bomberman would probably be on there. Yeah, Sonic Bomb Jam. Huge. Mega Bomberman would be amazing on that. Die Hard Arcade. <laughs> if anything is going to sell, like, the, the second controllers, you know. Oh, my like God, the... Daytona. Sorry. Yes, the, of course. Yeah, Daytona. Although it's not the, the best one. Sega Rally. No, far from it. And, yeah, yeah, Sega Rally. Yeah, I mean, there's your 20. <laughs> yeah, fills up. Uh, Sega Manix TT, uh, very underrated game uh, for those. Fighting Vipers. Obviously, House of the Dead was huge, but you'd need a gun. Same with them. What's that other shooting game? Virtua. Um, Virtua Cop. Cop, Cop yeah. yeah. Uh, Fighting Vipers and uh, Fighters, Fighters Megamix would be mm -hmm. a great shout to. Definitely. There's so, there's so many good stuff. There's so many good games you could see. Yeah, they could fill that up quite nicely. They really could. Dynamite, Dynamite Decker. Decker, yes. Yeah, hundred percent. Because that's mm -hmm. basically Streets of Rage four. Um, before you know Streets so, of Rage four. I think it would be in there. I, I think the obvious choice would be the Dreamcast. I think the fan favorite choice is probably the Saturn. And I believe we've actually been running a poll. And as it finished, uh, it's not finished yet. Uh, be two choices on there. Yeah, it's a Saturn or Master <laughs> System. I would want to see the Master System only because I am. A collector of these systems and uh even though i do play them and uh, i've got a little telly set up in the game room where i have these little mini systems set up and at christmas time they get pulled out and they get played with and it's good and stuff like that um i also like displaying them and i just know how awesome the master system would be if i'm getting all of the imported versions and all that sort of stuff that would be so freaking cool i would love that so much um mm. So uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, we, we, there we go. The winner was Saturn for our poll by by a landslide. Coming in oh, second yeah. place was Mars System, which would be my choice. Um, and then nothing else <laughs> got selected. Um, yeah. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, yeah. Hey, I, I would like Mars System. I think they would struggle with the Mars System though, because the thing with the Mars System, as good as the games are on it, a lot of the games that people remember for it. Are games that were downports of the Mega Drive release. Yeah. Um, and it, obviously, it has some great first party games that, you know, didn't come out on anything else, especially Euro, Euro exclusive titles, things like Asterix and stuff like that as well. Oh, those... yeah. I quail. Golden Axe, the jewel. Definitely. Yes, of course. Of course. Um, uh, I, I, I like what we did there, trying to work out what games would be on the, um, mm. uh, on the Saturn there. But before we go, I want to have a look at. Dreamcast, because I think that's an even more obvious choice. Yeah, so I think for Dreamcast, you, of course, you got to have Sonic Adventure One and Two, One and Two, um, for that, Shenmue One and Two. Would you go as far as um, Sonic uh, Shuffle? <laughs> no, <laughs> not 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 even as a bonus game. 
it's it's truly that terrible. Um, they have got a lot of uh, other games that never ended up coming out though. Like they, I know Monkey Ball got to a point where they eventually just put it out over onto the um, and uh, GameCube. So I would love to see what the Dreamcast version looked like. I imagine it would have been really hardly no different than the Naomi arcade release. But still, but still, uh, I know the Marvel versus Capcom two game, Soul Calibur, of course. Yeah, uh, Soul Calibur was like the game I played over anything else for the longest time when I got my Dreamcast. Crazy Jet Taxi, Set. Jet Set Radio as well, of uh, course. Skies Choo- of Arcadia for the old um, of uh, course, uh, RPGs. Mike. Of course, Mike. Choo Choo Rocket. Yes, that's the way. That's exactly it. Um, yeah, to- Toy Commander, Ready to Rumble Boxing, I remember heavily from Dreamcast era. I don't know why. I think it's probably because it's one of the few demos that were available at Blockbuster at the time. But mm-hmm. yeah, I played Ready to Rumble a lot. Yeah. Um, Had a wicked like, uh, hip-hop sort of um, title screen music as well, didn't it? A couple of ones that I would absolutely love to see on a Dreamcast Mini, uh, but mm-hmm. probably won't happen. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Yeah, I played uh, that so much. Because that's a fantastic port. Uh, mm-hmm. And then Resident Evil 2 or Co Veronica. Co Veronica will probably be on there, but Resident Co-Veronica. Evil 2. I really I'm still like butthurt that. that they didn't, uh, they're not remaking that before they make rem- uh, mm. uh, Resident Evil 4. As good as Resident Evil 4 is going to be, I'd much rather they go to Co Veronica first. I'm sure they'll get to it. It's it's just a, just a matter of when, not if, I think. I don't know. I don't know. Like I feel like it's it's downhill after Resident Evil 4. Where it would have still been that incline, it would have been a slope upwards towards Resident Evil Four if they did Code Veronica first. Uh, Fantasy Star Online, uh, Shenmue is obviously going to be on there. Uh, love me some Crazy Taxi. Um, Street Fighters, tough one. Yeah, uh, Res for sure. Res for sure. Um, Street Fighters a tough one because you got to pick between Alpha Free and Street Fighter Free uh, Third Strike, which is. Mm-hmm. Both of which are considered like really, really incredibly good games. If if it was me, I would pick Alpha Free because it's one of those games that just doesn't get talked about these days, and I love that game so so very much. And then of Bang-Gai-O, course, Marvel Ikaruga. versus Ka- Sorry, Capcom Two. Oh yeah, Ikaruga. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to play some Choo Choo Rocket now. I love that game so much. Mm. Uh, I was about, I was about to say, oh, it's a shame they didn't do a sequel. They obviously did, didn't they? Uh, they did uh, Choo Choo Rocket Universe for the iPad. Yeah, uh, and, and you know, you hate I hate on touchscreen games, but that's a perfect touchscreen game. Um, Space Shuttle Five. Oh my god, I love Space Shuttle yeah. Five. I pen love pen Space Shuttle Five. Yeah, you got you got to do Pen Pen Triathlon. That's <laughs> like the spiritual successor to Sonic R, after all. Hopefully, they bring out. I mean, you know what? As much as I'm saying like they wouldn't do peripherals for like the gun games and stuff for the Saturn, they are doing absurd peripherals for the Mega Drive Two Mini. You know that ridiculous. Uh, sharp x68000 control stick thing um so um i mean you never know we could get a way of playing typing of the dead um <laughs> <laughs> typing of the dead would be amazing yeah yeah um potentially one of the virtual tennis games yeah i suppose you've got to put some sport on there yeah mm. yeah and then C-Man. you've also got virtual striker <laughs> as well seaman yeah I think uh, games like Seaman, you got to be careful because I think when people actually play it, they realise how incredibly hard and unintuitive that game is. Oh, if we're talking Dynamite Deka, uh for Dreamcast, it has to be Zombie Revenge. Yeah. Yeah, because that's like Streets of Rage with zombies. It's brilliant. 
There we go. Oh, can cannon spike would be good to see too. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. No, sounds Ooh. good. Sounds good. Power stone. Mm. That, 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 that would that would be it would be a miss without that completely. Yeah, that would sell you a few extra controllers for sure. Great, great multiplayer game. Oh, so good, so so good. Right. Uh, I don't think we're going to do this for the master system, are we? As well. <laughs> uh, and to be honest, I don't think the master system really stands as much on its own. But there are a few things I like. I like their versions of Sonic One and Two. Yeah, I've just typed um, in here. I mean, you got yeah, you got the Sonic games. Alex Kidd would obviously be on there. Uh, Castle Wonder Illusion, Boy Free again. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Wonder Boy, Psycho Fox, um, Fantasy Zone, uh, Golden Axe Warrior would be on there. Wonder Boy Three, uh, oh, you said that, I believe. Um, Fantasy Star, like you said, uh, yeah, it's got it's got enough. But I think for it to be a success, this would be a, this would need to be a minimum of sixty games, and you would get so much shovelware. Oh yeah, totally. Um, the way that they could bring it, uh, they could really like bring it out is if they put some tech toy releases on there. And um, some more of the Disney stuff, because there's a lot of great Disney games on the Master System, like things like Lucky Dime Caper. And, um, you know, they're going to charge an arm and a leg for that, though. Land of Illusion as well, which is a completely Master System thing. So, yeah, yeah there, there is there is some definite like wins there if you can get them. Sega Ninja. I want to I see the Ninja on there. Freaking love the Ninja. I'm no mm. good at it. But I love the ninja. You know, if you play that game well enough, you can get a, a, an above one hundred percent score. Um, if when you get one of the special shurikens, it goes through and hits more than one person with one shot. So if you get a perfect run and then hit more than one person with one shot, you get like you you got one hundred and five percent or whatever um, completion. It's it's ridiculous. Uh, yeah, yeah, you can actually beat it. A bit of Fantasy Zone too. Uh, yeah, there, there, there's there's a lot of games. Obviously, the Shinobi as well. Um, but unfortunately, when you start looking at things like Afterburner and Outrun and um, uh, Super Hang On and things, I think it was just Hang On, wasn't it? Actually, for the Mars system, um, they uh, it, they're there for their being their sake. You know, you, you you're never going to want to choose to play those versions over the ones that you find on other systems. Yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think they would have a hard time getting a good selection of games on there. It has a good selection of games, but yeah. You'd also need to put at least sixty on there because it needs to be more than the Mega Drive. Mm. Oh yeah, for, for sure. Mm. Mm. Right, that was a good topic. I like that one. I like that one. I like that one. Right. Okay. Uh, what is next for us to talk about? Uh, Lego Fallout. <laughs> yeah. Right. I can see this one being a quite a quick topic, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, exactly as titled, some madman has actually gone to the trouble of making Lego Fallout, and to be honest, I'm actually somewhat impressed of how good it looks. Mm-hmm. So they've, they've made a fully working system, uh, including the vats targeting uh, the the open world. Uh, the guy's even gone to the trouble of like doing like animated cutscenes and everything. Mm-hmm. This is just more of me saying, "Oh yeah, go check this guy out," because you know what, you know, he deserves some love. High effort shit posting is what I'm I live for, and this is exactly what it looks like to me. <laughs> so. Yeah, just looks fantastic, and uh, definitely, uh, definitely consider giving it a go on his itch.io page, uh, which is Thrill the Will. Link in the description. There it is. There it is. Yeah. It, it's just exciting that this sort of thing happens. Like, as you said, uh, more of this. We always like to show us these sort of things on the um, uh, on the podcast, uh, as always. And yeah, 
now showing off again. It, it looks like graphically, in some cases, better than some of the actual Lego games. Lego hire this man. Got to say it. <laughs> it. Yeah. Traveller's Tales, what are you doing? Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. 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 Bit of a quick topic to end on, but... um. Yeah. It's a thing. And in case you missed, the last tab I have here is... Yes, that is Mariah's Kerry's face now. <laughs> <laughs> He's back to her face. It was just the last tab I had open. <laughs> she seems happy enough. Leave her alone. There's nothing wrong with her face. It's just obviously... Oh. It most definitely is a face. There you go. I don't know if I like it in animation, though. <laughs> Makes three million a year she does every year, Mariah Carey. Heart eater got the best of mental. Yeah. Right, people, that's the end of the podcast. So come back next week and we'll talk about more things on the podcast because that's what we do every week. We talk about things on the podcast and you guys listen to it. Sometimes live if you come and check us out every week over on Twitch or YouTube. Or if you want to be extra special, Discord. <gasps> yes. 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 But until next time, guys, well, we're going away now. Until we meet again. <laughs> still, still doing this over a year. Still don't know how to end a podcast. Still don't know how to do it. Let's just end it with a bye. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thanks for listening to Slope's Cast, the retro gaming news show with myself, DJ Slope, and my co-host, Grizzly Cryden, recorded live on Twitch every single Tuesday night. If you want to listen in live, then make your way over to twitch.tv forward slash Slope's Game Room at 9pm UK time, 1pm Pacific Standard Time, and 4pm Eastern Standard Time. And as stated, if you want to be in a chance to be on a future episode, then please do consider supporting the show on Patreon or as a YouTube member. And finally, if you do have any news stories for us then please do feel free to drop them in the dedicated rooms over on discord at discord.gg forward slash slopes game room and until next time guys this is dj slope signing out and hopefully i'll see you all next time